0: Hello, Spokane, and welcome to Ever Real Talks. I'm Jessica Side.
1: I'm Matt Side. That she is... keeps trying to talk over me.
0: I know, I know.
1: It's, <laughs> it's welcome a back. Life,
0: it's a lifelong pursuit of mine to talk <laughs> over you. Um, tonight, I went to actually this afternoon. I went to the Ice Ribbon with my son, and um, it's good to see like those kind of places. I don't know. I you know we've been stuck in quarantine for so many months. You start. Forgetting, For that, forgetting
1: that real life is happening yeah out there. that
0: there's people doing things and so it was fun we went down there and uh, he got to skate and they you know they got a lot of precautions you have to you get a short amount of time that you're out there and they limit the amount of people and you got to wear your masks and um but boy he sure had fun being able and to what
1: do and we have not talked about the ice ribbon yet i don't on know if we have shows, but first of all riverfront, riverfront park is really coming into its own yeah I mean, it's so, you know, several I, years ago, the fountain came in, which is really cool. I love
0: the fountain. And
1: they've got a massive, I think the big remodel, I'll call it, project of Spokane's Riverfront Park yes. is still going still on. Going I don't on. think that it's finished. Uh, the pavilion, they completely redid everything underneath yeah. the pavilion. And and we've mentioned the, like the food truck Wednesdays or whatever mm-hmm. that they were doing. I don't know if those are even still going I don't on. Know but if they are. Um and yeah. then the ice ribbon. the yeah, ice ribbon's we were, been there again for a little bit. but yeah, and
0: when we finished uh, my son Benson, he he saw the lights at the pavilion. And goes, "Oh my gosh, can we drive over there?" I said, "No, actually, you can't really drive over there, but this weekend, I think we'll try and and uh, get. Yeah, for that a walk was a big upgrade
1: to the pavilion. So for those that aren't from Spokane mm. and know Spokane's history, the pavilion was a part of the World's Fair in nineteen seventy four. That's correct. And that's where Riverfront Park even came from. It used to be a big rail yard.
0: Yeah. We won't go into the history of that today, but that would be a fun one to go through. And uh, yeah, no, so it was fun. It was fun to go down there. We have,
1: just so the world knows, that Spokane has one of the most amazing and beautiful downtown parks with a river literally flowing through it. Not a just, river runs through it. Not
0: only a river flowing through it, but a waterfall that is massive.
1: Incredible waterfall.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, a pretty, it's a pretty cool place if Even I do so myself. Even if you're not so going to move here,
1: you should come visit. But here's
0: the one thing I'll say. It was cold. Because I was just sitting on the, on the outside. And I believe
1: when Benson came in, he's like, it's not that bad out there. And I
0: was like, it is cold if you're not moving around, let me tell you. And I do not, and I repeat, I do not like ice skating. Never have. Had some bad experiences as a kid, and I just do not like it. So I'd love that other people love it, though.
1: Yeah. Wow. But I'm not going to be doing that. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Jessica's right. not one for cold winter sports in general. That
0: is the truth. All right, so let's let's get into Should our we do featured
1: a featured listing. Yeah, huh? yep. Let's well, do it. I'm really excited mm-hmm. because today is the first day that we will be featuring a listing in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Yes, you many of you know that we recently expanded our real estate team into North Idaho, and this is our first listing. Um, it is a, a lot on Coeur d'Alene Lake in Kid Island Bay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a specific address. So it's 15XX. So the last digits haven't been assigned. Kid Island Road, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, 83814. Mm -hmm. It is $160,000 is the list price. Um, What a great, super cool. Yeah. Like this. So, okay. We actually
0: went there today.
1: Yeah. We went there and. if you want like we have an awesome drone video that you can go to our facebook page mm-hmm. and check out and that'll give you a really good idea of the space and, and all that's out there the property it's in a community it's in the kid island bay um, mm-hmm. community so yeah. it's a um, it's got water mm-hmm. like community water community sewer um, obviously the lot has power at the at the line or the lot line and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff 15 minutes from downtown Coeur Yep. We timed
0: it car, today, by the way.
1: By car. Mm-hmm. And it is seven minutes across the lake in a boat.
0: And you can see that you can see the Coeur d'Alene resort, resort from the house.
1: Mm-hmm. And Tubbs Hill.
0: And Tubbs Hill. Was it from the house or was uh, it from, it's from, the from the beach? beach. Okay. It's from the beach. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which, okay, so this is a secondary lot. And mm-hmm. again, so primary, secondary. So mm-hmm. primary would be waterfront. Mm-hmm. Secondary is one removed from waterfront. Right. But the really cool thing about this lot is that it has deeded access to, like it has one sixty-fourth ownership of the waterfront, mm-hmm. even though it's on a secondary lot, and it has uh, dock access,
0: shared dock, uh, shared with dock three, access, three yep, lots.
1: This particular one, mm-hmm. and uh, so really, really, what a what a cool area. But mm-hmm. but as far as like getting a property basically on the lake, yeah. Um, a lot, a lot to offer there. So I thought a lot it's, to it's offer
0: there. Oh, oh,
1: that wasn't boy. even supposed to be funny, but it was. <laughs> um, okay. So a couple other details about this area. So 15 minutes, as I said, from downtown Coeur d'Alene, but 45 minutes from downtown Spokane. Right. So, I mean, if you just think about this, like where you're located, a 45 minute drive, even if you work in downtown Spokane that is pretty incredible. Pretty Under great. an hour to get to the Spokane International Airport. And
0: totally paved all the way there. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you know. it's
1: fully, yeah. like, I mean, when I say year-round access, I'm not, like, throw it in four-wheel drive and chains on all four of your <laughs> tires so you can get there, or a snowmobile. Right. Like, it's, it's full year-round, plowed, paved road to mm-hmm. get there. Um, so, really cool. So, if somebody could literally live there and work in Spokane... Or, for those that have it as a vacation property, you're under an hour from when you land in the Spokane Airport to when you get to your vacation home, which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, I think we should talk a little bit about Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk a ton about Spokane, but mm-hmm. really, Coeur d'Alene is...
0: What do they call it? The, a bedroom I was city? literally
1: about... No, a bedroom community. a oh, bedroom community. I was community. literally about to say that... Coeur is like the bedroom communities of the larger cities, right? Like Bellevue is to Seattle. Right. Coeur d'Alene, again, 45 minutes I, out of town. I
0: actually only learned that phrase a couple years ago. And when someone first said it, I was like, I'm sorry, what are you saying? I'm not sure if I should what be offended. What is a bedroom I'm community? I'm not sure if I should be offended by this phrase or not.
1: <laughs> Definitely intrigued.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Uh, so this, is, Coeur d'Alene is a resort town, yes. bottom line. Mm-hmm. There's about 50, little over 50,000
0: But from uh, our house to downtown people. is like, what, 30? No, it's
1: it's about, I mean, we're basically downtown Spokane. It's about 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, 40, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. So 50,000 population, like the people that live there permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the really cool stuff, like the restaurants, I mean, there's not a ton. I mean, again, it's a small town, but yeah. Crafted. Crafted's um,
0: my favorite.
1: Tap house. Mm-hmm. Love it. They've yeah. got they've got turtle races a couple nights a week. Yeah. Like they literally up in the ceiling of the track. restaurant have this turtle racing track that they lower down at a specific time or maybe a couple of times on certain nights of the I, week I and then they race the, the turtles. But the turtles are there the whole time. They're like in their little, whatever, aquarium, whatever you call <laughs> oh, I that. I like how
0: he's doing this. Eh. Yeah, no, I, and I love their food. It's really, uh, it's very creative and interesting. Uh, and it's a tap and... house. So
1: they talk about, I mean, beer selection. Spokane's kind of, what did Dan say just, I think it was just today, like 38 different breweries in Spokane right now? I don't know. I
0: don't Dan, keep track of that Dan kind of stuff. Dan will have to put but... some
1: stats on the Facebook if you really <laughs> want, want that. Wolf Lodge is kind of, I wrote oh, that down. Yes. It's not in Coeur d'Alene proper, yep. but it's probably about 10 minutes. You to go through
0: minutes, Coeur d'Alene and past Coeur d'Alene. Like
1: toward Montana. To
0: get the best steak possibly in the world.
1: Wolf Lodge is truly an experience. Yeah, it like is. it's like they come to your table in cowboy hats and I mean it, the, 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 the 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 secret menu. recipe, the secret recipe is that they can literally cook over an open flame. So they right. have like an applewood like fire.
0: Yeah, and they tried to do something like that in Spokane, but the 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 restrictions on the burning yeah, the EPA
1: burning restrictions were too restrictive in Spokane for them <laughs> to get the same experience. Flavor.
0: Yeah. The same flavor. So they're, they're further out, you outside of a city and they do just, and their, their menu is not very big or it's very very Just pretty much. <laughs> I don't even think they have steaks. a salad. I don't think, yeah, they have I a, think they have a salad. I don't think they have a salad. I'm going to look it up. The <laughs> but this steak is so the good. sweetheart.
1: That was, I don't even think I could eat that. It's like a 36 ounce. I mean, they just go look at their menu. He's making stuff up now. Wolf Lodge in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Go look at their menu. Make a reservation. Give them some money. Um, All right. Some other stuff about Coeur d'Alene. Okay. The Coeur d'Alene resort on the lake Mm -hmm. is uh, pretty cool. But the golf course is um, also pretty renowned because it has the floating golf green, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found this, that it was rated by Expedia as the cleanest city in America.
0: In America? In
1: America. Clark. Cleanest city in America.
0: Congratulations, Coeur d'Alene. And in
1: 2015, Google gave it an e-city certification, meaning that it had enough of a, like, infrastructure, like technology infrastructure mm-hmm. to be rated at that level, whatever mm. that means. Obviously, it means that you have enough technology and people have access to that.
0: I see. To be okay. able to get
1: that, which comes back to one of our earlier episodes where we were talking about why... Spokane and thus Coeur d'Alene as, as a really near community have been poised to have such great success as a real estate market mm-hmm. through the COVID pandemic mm-hmm. and after the like quickest to recover after the COVID pandemic. Uh, I mean, Idaho, technically, I think I heard the other day was the only state in the United States that actually had positive job growth wow. in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure... Our good friends in Boise helped fuel that. If not, were the engine behind that. Boise's sure. Boise's been growing and having yeah. job growth for probably over a decade yep. now. But mm-hmm. uh, so those are some really cool things about uh, Cordellin. I how
0: think do they, how do they say it in French. Cordellin. Yeah,
1: Yeah. My aunt
0: and uncle are really good at saying it properly, <laughs> but it's weird when they say it. I'm like, what are you talking about? What town? They don't obviously live around here. So <laughs> uh,
1: there is one more thing about the resort town of Coeur that is kind of right up your alley. Okay. Like what kind of people come to Coeur d'Alene? Like
0: Famous people.
1: famous people.
0: <laughs> Movie stars.
1: Jessica's like the ultimate starstruck listen, person. Listen. She like I'm grabbed not, me as I'm we walked I'm not walk freaking
0: her... out. I'm not freaking out like right now. However, Tom Hanks walks through that door. You're going to see a different person because I am going to freak out. I, I mean, I'm kind of cool about it. Okay. So, we saw Vigo Mortensen. If you do not know the name Vigo Mortensen, shame on you. Shame on you. But if you will know him because he's Aragorn in uh, the Lord of the, Lord of the Rings. And I did see him in Ritzville. Ritzville.
1: Shout out to Ritzville. And I was as
0: cool as I. Po- I was really staying calm, and it, and I waited for a little bit, and he was kind of in this little shop area, and I just kind of walked up to him. And I said, um, "Mr. Mortensen." <laughs> I just want to tell you how much I, I really appreciate your work. <laughs> I love, I love your work. And, uh, and that was it. And, he, and, and cause he's a very quiet dude. Like he's, if you've seen him in interviews, he's very quiet. And, and so he just kind of looked at me and said, oh, thank you very much. So, but I had to, I was like, I cannot not say something. So I, I am one of those people that will go up to famous people, but I at least try and like not be like, Hey, let me get a selfie. I, didn't do that.
1: So, around Coeur d'Alene Lake. Oh, we I won't... forgot we were
0: talking about. I yeah, we that's the be... <laughs> whole
1: point of this, is that not just because you're a weirdo when, when famous people I know, come into the I know. general vicinity. In Coeur d'Alene, it has a draw for vacations, obviously, because mm-hmm. of its resort nature. So, Kim Kardashian, Kanye West.
0: Oh, you say those like so flippantly. You know, now, I don't, I would Harry probably Styles, freak out. It's not like I really want to meet Kim Kardashian.
1: Shaq, Shaq was okay, there. I'd
0: be excited to meet Shaq.
1: Um, oh, I should rate I should Living. put these. I
0: should put these in a like a hierarchy of who would I most like to yeah, meet. But
1: what if Kim listens to the show? She might get sad.
0: I'm sorry, Kim. You would be the lowest on my list.
1: Oh, Jess, that's just, just mean. I'm just okay, saying. so how about some people? Okay, you can think about. If you want to rate it, you can rate it. But <laughs> uh, people that actually live in the community, okay, like on the lake, All right. probably huge ass houses. But uh, John Travolta.
0: Yes. I'm kind of aware of that.
1: Uh, yeah, a lot of people know that. John Elway.
0: Okay. He's actually
1: been there for a while. John right. Elway was pretty instrumental pretty cool. in the Black Rock project, which is a really, really oh. high-end project on the lake.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: Um, there is rumor, and it's not, none of this is confirmed, so like I went and looked up the title reports or he something. He didn't knock
0: on their doors. Hey, hey you still living John, here? <laughs>
1: John, are you there? You don't even know which John I'm talking about. Uh, Oprah Winfrey. I have had somebody point out a house that she was supposedly an owner of. I
0: actually, I, I debate, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think we would have had more sightings of Oprah Winfrey.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I have seen her. In in I leg. did
0: see her in person. Remember? Oh, at Disneyland. <gasps> Disneyland. I saw her in person and I was freaking out. I almost touched they her.
1: They shut down all of Main Street. We're like, you know when you go to Disneyland and then everything is being shut down? And you're
0: like, who's, what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening? happening? We don't need to go. This, We're not oh, going to tell on. the whole story. We're, of
1: course. You'll let me tell the story and right. it'll be super truncated. We'll okay. get right to the point. That's true. All of a sudden walking down Main Street is Oprah Winfrey with a big baton, Dave a kind of kids, marching yeah. marching to the band and a bunch of kids following her and it was she' had a, brought
0: like a whole um, like a school grade or, something. or something. something I don't know. And it was cool. It was really cool to see her in person.
1: So all of that <laughs> Wow circling it back to Coeur d'Alene. to Cor and to the listing on Kid Island Road that we have. it will be on our Facebook. Check yes. out the drone video. Uh, It is a buildable lot, so you could literally build your dream home on the lake in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho.
0: Love it.
1: Check it out. 509-62-HOUSE, and we can get you more info, or you can just message us on Facebook. Perfect. What do you got for us, Jess?
0: Well, I... Wait,
1: is there going to be a history lesson today, by chance?
0: Yeah, so, you know, I I think it's now been a couple of weeks. Um, Matt took up a bunch of time, and I thought I was going to have time... (laughs) last week but I didn't Um, but we talked about the great fire of 1889 in Spokane and so I'm not gonna go into the details of that but suffice it to say um, we had a big fire and it was a big deal and so I'm gonna talk about kind of the aftermath of that and some things that happened in Spokane so um, first of all um, and I think I said this at the end of the last one that it was basically 32 square blocks Um, of Spokane that burned to the ground and it, it, you know, the fire leapt from one building to the next building. And, and even though they had brick, it wasn't just a bunch of like little shanty kind of, you know, old West wood. It, they just, it went up in flames, man. And it was, it was devastating.
1: It seems like there was an era in Mm -hmm. the United States and maybe the world where things just burned up.
0: Yes. Well, and we talked, again, we talked about it at the end of the, the last thing, it's when they started realizing, oh, we got to do something about this. Like we have to have an alarm system for the city. We've, you know, that's where we had, um, you know, uh, sprinkler systems. And because the, I think within a year or a very short period of time, San Francisco had their big fire, Seattle had their big fire, and Spokane had their big fire.
1: What about the Chicago... Didn't Chicago have a big fire? I know
0: they did. I don't know like, history the history of that or when it was. But we had that... But, you know, we're building all these things. People are having restaurants inside, but you don't have the... the sure.
1: I mean, it's the reality safety. of where all the codes came from. Yeah, yeah, and which we talked about we last We have talked time. about yeah. the complaining of codes, but it keeps people alive, so get over it.
0: Yeah, and buildings still standing. Okay, so 32 buildings burned to the ground, including... All the banks. Wait,
1: thirty-two buildings or thirty-two sorry, square 32 blocks? Thirty-two
0: square blocks, including all the banks, all the hotels, the post office, the land office, pretty much all the businesses in downtown south of the river burned to the ground. Bummer. Um, yeah, they had to call in um, the the guard, um, the soldiers the guard. of the time, um, to prevent looting because they were concerned that you know. Uh, Oh, mentioned in the last one. Now I'm mentioning things from the last one, but they went the next day to like get things out of safes, and as soon as they opened the safes, safes in banks and stuff like that, the contents just pff, spontaneously spontaneously combusted because it was so hot still. So obviously there were things of of um, that were still valuable downtown, so they had to stop the looting wow. um, almost immediately. Um, Spokane began to rebuild, like. When I say immediately, I mean like the next day. Things started to get rebuilt and and started thinking toward the future. Um, businesses were set up in tents, so they had just this huge tent city. Hey, we got some
1: businesses in tents right now. And not only
0: that, but the funny thing is, is that the yeah, that's very true. Um, the insurance. There's this great picture that I found um, of just a huge building and like these little tables. With, with placards on them of different insurance companies because there were so many insurance companies that had to deal with this fire. Wow. Um, there was a Dutch insurance company that, that insured a lot of stuff in Spokane. And um, so anyway, there's just that great picture of, of all of them. Um, <coughs> businesses uh, also so came to the aid. All over the country, people started sending... Bedding, clothes, food, money, it just came pouring into Spokane, you know, just like we do now. Like Mm. when there's a, when there's, you know, New Orleans has a a hurricane, you know, like the rest of the country says, hey, we need to help them out, um, which was pretty amazing. And it actually created some controversy at some point because um, there were some officials that took the stuff off of the train and like kept them for themselves and so they actually got in big big trouble um and there was a there was some um lasting litigation about that um from those folks yeah so that was not a good idea the spokane falls review which was the newspaper of the time um did not burn down so six days after the fire they printed this article Which, in my opinion, was a little... How
1: is it that the paper company didn't burn down? It
0: was far enough off of the the main Is it the same
1: building as it is now, do you know?
0: No, I don't think that it was. I could be wrong about that. I'm not 100% sure. So I I apologize for not having that information. Um, But this is great. Because six days after that, they, they printed this article, which is... Hilariously exaggerated. So I'm going to read it to you here in a second, but it's basically how people were actually feeling and they were really just trying to give the residents of Spokane Falls a sense of hope and coming together. And so let me read this this article of the day. Nearly every available man was at work clearing away debris to commence excava- excavating for new structures and teams are hauling it away. More Let me move this over so I can be closer to the microphone. Um, More of the walls were blown down yesterday because they still had some parts of buildings that were still standing, right? But they had to get rid of that. The booming of the blasts, together with the sights of soldiers patrolling the city, gives the appearance of war times. This is where some of the exaggeration comes in. The hour of sadness has passed and everyone is jubilant over the brilliant prospects for the immediate rebuilding of that portion of the city that passed so quickly away in smoke. Of course, the loss sustained by our businessmen is felt keenly, but they say that there is no time for mourning and their minds are engaged with only the one important thing, that the work of reconstruction. This is great. Real estate is not in the least affected, but on the other hand, has increased in value. <laughs> this was evidenced by the busy time enjoyed by real estate dealers and by private sales. The record shows that $25,000 worth of property changed hands yesterday, but this, uh, but this doesn't include any, all the deals as the instruments were not all filed." I just love, I love this. Everyone is jubilant over the brilliant <laughs> prospects six days after the fact. Uh, pretty, that's
1: that's funny. Pretty fantastic. And it's really good to know that through the ages, the real estate industry has been able to survive crises.
0: <laughs> it sure has. Because when buildings <laughs> fall down...
1: We build them. Yeah, you again. have to
0: rebuild them. Um, there was so much work to be done that the city actually adopted a motion that, and this is a quote... Any person offered employment and refuses to work, be notified to leave the city. (laughs) So if you were offered work, you didn't take it, they they were going to run you out of town. In other words, there's plenty of work to go around. (laughs) Wow. So the debris, you had all this debris, right? You had all of these blocks that had burned to the ground. The debris um, was dumped into a large V-shaped gully that fanned out from where the Crescent Court used to be, now um, the building that houses the main floor of like Red Robin, Lululemon, um, okay. Mod Pizza, okay, that's where the Crescent Court used to be. Okay, um, it fanned out from there. The gully fanned out all the way to the public library building and the Spokane Club.
1: Okay.
0: So those, so that those buildings are literally built on the debris of the fire of 1889. Really. Yeah, I love it.
1: Interesting. Next time I'm downtown, I'm gonna wanna <laughs> look at yeah. some of those different levels. Cause mm-hmm. if you notice, like if I don't know if you've been in the Spokane Club anytime recently, no. But in the Spokane Club, when you come in on the main floor, mm-hmm. kind of by the Masonic Temple there, mm-hmm. the back side of it is way down. Exactly. Like it, the, the level of the building. Mm-hmm. I'd be cur- I'm curious so if it, that's I like f- there's obviously a bank there that goes down to the river, but. Yeah. At what point was that not as level as it is now? So
0: it I believe it's not maybe not the main part of that, but the the part that's behind it.
1: Oh, part oh, closer okay. to the river. Closer that, to the river that I they think kind so. of maybe filled in. I didn't in. see I,
0: I I had to do all this by like trying to figure it out myself by understanding where buildings were, and I don't have a picture of it, hmm. which would I, so I want to kind of try and go find some of those pictures. So here's some other things that that happened that I think are kind of interesting. Um, fire Station One, which was located at 418 west first was built after the fire it was occupied by the end of december so remember this happened in august i believe it's in august um the other two buildings because um the other two firehouses which really they were just hose houses where they mm, right. they didn't even have horses that pulled the hoses if you remember the men were the ones that right. pulled the horse the hoses But those other two were completely destroyed. So it became the headquarters, and it was abandoned in 1938. But guess what? I drove by it today, because it still stands as an abandoned building across the street from um, Ty on 1st. I I will show it to you. I showed it to Benson. I would love to take a tour of that place. It has been there since 1889. Wow, that's cool. Very, very cool. Um, The Crescent Block, Uh, which was actually... So the Crescent Building actually had moved. So where I went to go eat with my grandmother at the Crescent Court um, was a different location. So the Crescent Block was on Riverside between Lincoln and Monroe. And it didn't burn down. And there were tons... So tons of places moved into there, like literally like the day after this. And you you cannot believe how many of them were insurance and real estate um, businesses that were in the bottom of that. And they opened the day after because they actually had like a like a a store and they did not raise their prices because they did they could have because they were like one of the only, you know, things in town especially in that area but they refused to raise their prices to make sure that people could afford the stuff that they had which I thought wow. was pretty cool Spokane hardware was a business that literally 2 weeks after the fire like they had built this entire 2 story structure it wasn't completely finished finished but they had a sign on it that said open day and night <laughs> which is great um okay so um several people started to rise to fame um during this time one of them was uh, kirkland cutter so um for instance he is the one who well yeah. hold on he was in the right place at the right time with the right profession because he was an architect, okay. right? And he and his partner, John C. Uh, Poets, I believe is how he say it, um, became some of the leading architects during the reconstruction. And many of his buildings still stand today. Mm. And of course, really it's a tribute to his art because he, was just, he wasn't just like, let's just slap it up there. But he, he had a stamp. A lot of people know when you see a, a Kirkland Cutter, Cutter building, It very much feels like him. Hmm. Um, So let me tell you about another young man. I'm going to finish this with with this. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: If we have time, I've got a couple of little things. Okay. But I'll let you go. So
0: um, there was another young man. He was 20 years old who had just arrived in Spokane Falls five months before this. Okay. He had gotten a job at the Pride of Spokane restaurant and had just prior to the fire acquired the restaurant. And then it promptly burned down during the fire. So this guy had been there five, five months, worked at this restaurant. I think it might've been his uncle's. There was some kind of relationship there. And then after, um, the fire destroyed his restaurant, he opened what, what was called the waffle foundry downtown. And, um, and it, didn't have a real roof it had basically a tent roof but it was it was a restaurant that served waffles and that young man was uh, louis davenport of the davenport hotel really fame. yeah so he you know he was like well i guess I so guess he we're went just from gonna... <laughs>
1: waffles to hotels
0: yes we will learn about davenport in another time but i love the fact that he was one of those young young men that kind of came hmm. out of this tragedy and, you know, lots of people, they, they call it, you know, um, they, they basically say, Hey, it was a bad thing that happened, but Spokane is the better for it because sure. we really built a new, a new place that was better and thriving. I don't, and
1: I don't remember if we said this in our last recording or not, but it seems like that's just reality of life. Like when bad things happen, you can make good things out of it. You can. And a lot of times where we are today is because of a tragedy that someone would have never chosen prior. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So, all right. So, you, I, so thought, I, wanna, you know yeah, I thought you I had some numbers. I kind of forgot that I had some numbers.
1: Like, so let's just, we all got right, a, a short it. amount of time here. Let's just Give jump a, back. Okay. Let's just look at some year over year numbers for uh, the Coeur I like Kootenay County. Okay, so, we don't have a lot of time. I know. I know. So I'm just going to throw this, out man. some stuff. So, <laughs> the absorption rate this, this is a number that is like months on. Uh, uh, months of inventory. Right. Sorry. They call it absorption rate in this report. So in December of 19, 2019, it was three months. December of 2020, it was down to just over one month. That's a 63% decline. Right. The median sales price in that market went up by 17.5% from 19 to 20. Okay. That is huge. Yes. Uh, And then the median days on market didn't drop. They're not nearly as drastic as Spokane, Hmm. but 15.8% drop in days on market. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we're just talking crazy numbers here. Waterfront condos went up 65% at average uh, sale price year over year. Wow, that is insane! Wish I had
0: gotten into that market a few years ago. And everything else
1: was so what any sort of waterfront, primary, secondary, thirty-one percent, thirty-five percent, and so that was pre- that's kind of most of the different numbers are in wow. that thirty-ish percent. We'll probably
0: talk about Cordillera again. Yeah, well, we I think to, we'll dive into we'll it a little bit. Go more. back to it and give a little bit more time to it to make sure that we you know don't give it one minute at the end here.
1: <laughs> I think that's all the time we have for today, though. Okay. Everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Bye. Bye.